This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Uh. We're coming live right now from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios, who understands that it's not just a mortgage, it's your mortgage. That's the difference. Rocket Mortgage, push button, get mortgage. If you want to call the show, you can give your wrestling memory of being at a live event or a pay-per-view, something that sticks out to you. 855-212-4227. Attention hotline fans. That's a very easy deal. It's time to ask the pros where you, the listener, gets to ask us a question brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Go to cbssportsradio.com slash ask the pros and submit your question. By listening later in the show where we might, if you're so lucky, we might answer your question. Hey, think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Wow, that's the last time I'm reading that. Last time I'm reading that. I just threw that in the garbage. Mike said, no, you need that for later. Okay, print that up again for me. What else we got? We got uh, the three. Here we go. One, two, three. It is now time for the three. We get you caught up on the three biggest headlines of the day with Taz and the Moose. Number one. Bucks defeat the Lakers in a battle of the NBA's best. How about this right here? Huh? Yeah, and no Thursday Night Football, as you know well, Taz, last <laughs> night to, to distract you. So you oh, could have oh, watched oh. lakers Bucks, and you could have watched Milwaukee look <laughs> like the better team. Uh, I think double-digit lead in the first half. Lakers made a push, but Milwaukee wins. Giannis was great. Their supporting cast was better than the Lakers won. And the Bucks are 25-4 and four this morning. The Lakers are 24-5. and five. I know it was only December. I know both sides kind of downplayed it. Um, but on a night without an NFL game... Uh, I was happy to watch Bucks Lakers until halftime when I went to sleep. Yes. Well, I I will tell you this right now. I was locked into the replay of the Rams Cowboys. Yeah. Because uh, I wanted to, the reason why I wanted to ch- check out Dak Prescott. I want to see what's going on with the shoulder. That was a big thing to me. You wanted to reassess. Yeah. Smart. Be- before I come on the radio and talk about it. Right. So that was something that jumped out to me. Uh, number two. Number two. Dak Prescott says he'll be good to go on Sunday. Oh, this there is, he is. This is what you call a segue. Yeah. That's why I set it up. Taz went back, rewatched Cowboys-Rams. The whole game. Kind of by accident, but he was able to reassess Dak Prescott's right shoulder. Um, and he is calming your concerns, America. Mm. Dak says he's going to be okay, but more importantly, Taz says mm-hmm. that Dak will be okay on Sunday when they can win <laughs> the NFC East by beating the Eagles. The thing is this. These AC joint issues in your shoulder, I talked about this the other day. you got to be careful with it, but you know what? Um, there's pain medication, injections you can get in there to help that inflammation, bring that pain down. I don't think you could be okay with it. Uh, if, you know, if he had a torn rotator cuff, well, obviously he wouldn't be playing. Even a little tear would be a big problem. I, I, look, these guys have great trainers. There's no way they're letting Dak get, that, get back rolling here. 
or even contemplating that he could play if he wasn't 100%. He'll be fine, and they're going to smoke the Eagles. They're going to smoke the Eagles? They're going to smoke the Eagles. Ooh, not to give away our picks, but I might disagree with that, well, You can do that and be wrong. I'm prepared. Here we go. Number three. James Wiseman leaves Memphis to prepare for NBA wow. draft. This is this news here, Andrew. I mean, really. You okay? You're, yeah, you're speechless. I, well, because I had a piece of bacon in my mouth. Oh, tooth. okay. I thought Sorry. you were disappointed I, I, by no, James no, Wiseman. No, no. Leaving Memphis to yeah. go into the NBA gimmick. I'm a little surprised it took this long. Uh, James, his name first came up because Penny Hardaway helped pay for his parents to move to yep. Memphis to yep. play high school basketball for Penny uh, and now playing college basketball for Penny when the NCAA dropped a 12-game suspension on him plus told him to repay because he could at 18 years old the $15,000, yeah, whatever it was, talked about uh, that. that Penny yep. gave his family. Uh, I thought he might have packed up and went home right away then, but about halfway through this 12-game suspension, now he goes... And you know what? I, I can't blame him. I I, I, I can't. I don't blame him either. No, I, I think that these young men should be able to go right to the NBA if they want out of high school. And I will never blame one of them for protecting protecting the brand. And the so brand you're, you're, is, you're, the, you're, is the pros. You're, a, you're, an ankle, you're a high ankle sprain away from, from losing millions of dollars. Exactly. And, you know, you, 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 you pop your elbow, you, you, it's going to cost you millions of dollars. You know what I mean? Yep. So I, I hate to be like that. And I understand team and being with a team and school spirit, team spirit. At the end of the day, these guys are on the cusp at a young age of being multimillionaires. You got to jump on it. And he's the number one pick. This is not you know some run-of-the-mill guy. He's the number one pick in the draft in June. Long, athletic, can run the floor, score it, block shots. I mean, the guy appears to be a stud. So, I mean, that's something you need to protect. Uh, and he should have been able to – he should be in the NBA right now anyway. Um, but he had to go to college – things for a number of different reasons didn't work out, uh, and now he's going to go basically live in bubble wrap until June. Yes, I know. And uh, Okay, great. So there's the three. Great job, everyone. That was awesome. Uh, let's uh, go to New Mexico and talk to Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy, you are on with Taz and Andrew. What's going on, buddy? Hey, Taz. How you doing? What's up? You the most, the best show in the morning. I Hands down, nothing compares to you guys. You guys make me laugh every morning. Oh, I you. love the show. Thank you. Uh, my question is about Luke. You, hold on. You understand I'm leaving, right? It, just for a couple of weeks, right? No. Oh, I'm gone. Oh. No, no, Jimmy, I'm out. Oh, Jimmy. I'm, I, I decided a few weeks ago I'm leaving the show. What? Yeah. Jimmy. Huh? No. That's a true. No, 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 no. No, I listen every morning. I, 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 I heard rumblings, but I thought it was just a vacation, Taz. No. No, no. It's, a, it's an extended vacation. I'm not coming back. Never. We won't hear you on the moose. Who's going to take your place? Well, that question Another right there. Moose. But see, that, that question, no one knows. No one knows if, I don't know if, I don't know. I don't know. It's under my business. I don't know if who's All right, how about if I, how about I'll, I'll write you a check for $50 if you'll stick and stick around. $50? Son, you better, ah. add some, you better add some zeros to that. $50. <laughs> What's your Luke Harper well, question? Like Ford right now. Uh, Jesus, come <laughs> on, Taz. Well, give me a Luke Harper question, and then we'll probably never talk okay. again. Okay. Got it. Uh, <laughs> I just, uh, what are, are the chances of him going to AEW, teaming up with Cody Rhodes to fight MJF and Wardlow? I think I think the chances are really good, but uh, to be honest with you, I'm, I would strongly assume that Luke Harper's on a non-compete where he probably can't go to any other wrestling company, including WWE, as far as TV, probably for, I would assume, either 60 to 90 days. So, which means it's, he, he'd be in breach, he'd he can get sued, and the company he goes to can have an injunction filed on him. 
So that's how that works. Uh, understood. Yeah. Uh, but uh, how hard is AEW uh, politicking to get him in? Well, it's not about, see, Jimmy, it's not about politics. I don't know if AEW wants him in or not. See, here's the thing, Jimmy. A lot of people just assume that as soon as somebody leaves WWE, no matter if they're released or they quit, uh, that they're going to instantly go to AEW. And I don't think that's what's happening. I think that AEW is so still so new that I don't think they're spending money left and right, to be honest with you. I think that that's why the Khan family and Tony Khan, these people are billionaires because they don't just spend like crazy, like like Dixie Carter did with, with TNA. So I'm not saying that's against Luke Harper. I'm not saying they're not going to bring Luke Harper in. Um, but I do think that they have to wait. If he is, I'm sure he is, meaning Luke Harper on a non-compete, it don't matter, Jimmy, if they try to politic or not. It's it's WWE's not going to budge, and thank you for the call. I appreciate it. Um yeah, they just if if AEW wants him to debut in January, Luke Harper, um, I'm unless they're willing to pay a bunch of money to WWE to let him out of that non compete, unless I got some bad information or I don't know how it's done anymore, but that's how it's done. Yeah, I, I don't think you're going to see Luke Harper, uh, you know, for for a little while with, with AEW if he's going to AEW. I just texted Luke. Uh, we'll see if he gets back before we're done at nine oh, see, with an answer. See, that's good. Yeah. That's funny. That's funny. Um, let's go to Youngstown, Ohio, talk to Sean, listen on 1240 AM. Sean, what's up? Hey, man. Thanks for taking my call, Taz. Uh, long-time listener of this show and a long-time consumer of your product, the Taz, the Taz Show podcast, man. Thank I you, love buddy. it. Thank you, man. Uh, I'm excited to hear, listen to the last one you dropped the other day, that you're going to try and do more. Uh, I, I like that. I really hope uh, we see you pop up elsewhere in the mainstream a lot too, man. I, I enjoy you and thank you. I enjoyed the moose too, man. And, uh, it's going to be different driving to work for 45 minutes every day. I'll figure something out though. Yeah. No, but, yeah. There's a lot of stuff out there, but I mean, you know, like yeah. I said, if I'm putting out more, I'm just curious for a guy like yourself who goes to work in the morning, a lot of people in America and they listen to the radio, listen to podcasts, right. like with my content, like, you know how it is with me. Sometimes I'll drop a podcast like for the afternoon where people are driving home from work or school or whatever, or overnight where you get in the morning. Like someone like you, like with my, I'm just, I like to try and like an exit poll and figure out what people do. When sure. do you like when I drop my stuff? In the afternoon or the morning? I'm curious. Uh, I, I normally would listen to it in the morning, uh, so I guess I'd vote for that. <laughs> gotcha. I'm just I gotta curious. wait till I drop off my, I gotta wait till I drop off my six year old because some of your stuff is uh, not safe for. First graders. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> no, I have Potty Mount Jones. Yeah. I mean, oh. do you think I should stop cursing on the podcast? No, God, no. Curse no a way. lot. Just keep cursing. Yeah, that's all right. No. All right. I'll just hey, curse more. I know. I don't have virgin ears, man. She does, but that's all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, Sean, hey, I got a quick. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. What's your question? wrestling memory for yeah, you, man. Go, go, uh, do it, me do and it. my buddy uh, were seniors in high school in 98, and we uh, went to the Raw up in Cleveland. After At the, the night after that was the Gundarina yeah. back then, right? Gundarina. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was the night after the uh, the very famous, very first Hell in the Cell with Taker and uh, Mankind. Okay. Yep. All right. So show was great and everything, and we were on the way home on the Ohio Turnpike and uh, up to drink to the shows right, or right, whatever. We right. get out. Michael Cole is standing outside by the limo. Michael Cole. We're like, oh, right. yeah, Michael Cole. And I'm like, uh, 
let's let's not bother him, dude. Let's just go inside. So we went inside. We go to the bathroom. In the bathroom, standing at one of the urinals, is Al Snow. Still has help written backwards across his head, right. across his head, and the mannequin head is on the valve for the uh, the urinal. Right. Okay. I yeah. was dying now. Again, he in, in my eyes at 18 years old, I'm like, he's off duty, don't bother him. So we do our thing, we wash our hands. He comes over to the counter, starts washing his hands. He's like, hey, guys, how'd you enjoy the show? I'm like, good, man, thanks, thanks a lot, and, you know, whatever. And he's like, you guys want to see something? Come outside with me. I thought he was going to show me, like, a bag full of heads or something, <laughs> right? So yeah. we, go over to, <laughs> we go over to the limo. Hey, Michael, open up the limo. He opens up the door. He says, look inside. We look inside. Mick Foley is in the back seat of the limo. All you can see is his head, and he's buried in ice. <laughs> bags and bags of ice right. all over him. From being beat and up. And what does yeah. he say? He goes, have a nice day. <laughs> we were dying, dude. It was the greatest, man. It was yeah. so cool. We didn't ask for autographs or anything. It's just a memory we'll always have. That's it awesome. So awesome. Yeah, they, they let you. They pulled the curtain back for you a little bit, Sean, and thank you for the call and, and the nice things you said. And they pulled the curtain back for you. And those two guys are like that. I mean, Al Snow and... Um, and Mick Foley used to rib each other, tease each other a lot. They were really close friends. I'm assuming they're still friends. I fell out of touch with both of them, but but I go, I have a long history with both those men and, and respect them both a lot. And they're both funny dudes for sure. Not sure my, why Michael Cole was there, but okay, you know, I don't know. Maybe they were. I don't know what they were doing. To be honest, uh, who knows? You never know. Uh, let's go to Lubbock, Texas. Talk to ah Cassandra. Cassandra, what's oh. going on? Good moment. Good, Good moment. Good moment. So, Cassandra, old school Taz Show fan. Yes. And uh, also was in the fantasy football I, last year. Remember? Right. Yeah, 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 Very yeah. much so. What's going on? Yeah. I just want to say I'm going to miss you on the show. Thank you. Thank you yeah. very much. Yes. I mean, I didn't really listen to sports talk radio at all until, like, this show. I was like, well, I'll give it a try. So. Well, I, I, I see. I see. That's something. I'm glad you said that, Cassandra, because... You know, I, that's something I think that um, I think is important because wrestling fans came over, you know, uh, to listen to from my background and then to hear sports and hear a, a guy from the wrestling business talk sports. It's cool crossover stuff. I don't know if the bosses here understood that that well, but I understood it, and I think that's very cool. Yeah, it was. I mean, I love the show, and one of my favorite moments was actually – when you and AB were talking about um, you going one on one with the Quad Lions, <laughs> mm. oh <laughs> yes, yeah, we we'd that all find a line without claws and sedated and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tied up, yeah, yeah. easy up. easy matchup. <laughs> oh my god! Well, how but great how great was it for you to be in the fantasy football league? Wasn't it an awesome league? Yeah, and I got a T shirt, and I'll have it forever. That's right. See, that's a rare thing. Yeah. You're so lucky, Cassandra. You really are. No, uh, I'm, I'm blessed. No, I'm teasing. I'm joking. Yeah. Listen, I, you're welcome is what I he am, means to I, say. Yes, you know how I am. She knows. She knows I'm my gimmick. Uh, listen, appreciate all the support you've always given me over the years of all my content and everything and, and stuff I'm doing in the future. Hopefully you stick around. Yeah. So I appreciate yeah, that. <laughs> awesome, Cassandra. Thank you so much, and happy holidays uh, to you and your family. Happy holidays, and y'all have a great day. Take care. Thank you. So nice. See, that's what we do here. Bring people in from the wrestling world into this this sports radio world, which I give opinions on right. at TazTube Jones, my YouTube channel. Uh, installment three is coming soon. 
scathing. That's all I'm going to tell you. That's what it's going to be. Uh, uh, let's take one more call before we go to the break. Uh, let's go down to Florida talk to Joel. Joel, what's going on, buddy? Morning, Taz, man. Uh, hey, my drive to work every day is awesome to get to listen to you and the moves do it. You, you guys are the best morning show. I'm going to miss you on the show. But I got two quick questions for you, Taz. All First right, off, how are they using Kenny Omega in AEW? It doesn't look like he did when he was in New Japan. He looks kind of average. I mean, do you think that's a problem? Do you think they're going to do something better for him, get him involved in a better storyline soon. I thought the Moxley thing with him was going to go further, but it didn't. So that's the first question on that. What are your thoughts on that? Well, first off, Kenny Omega, I, I'm, I'm assuming you know this, Joel. He's one of the bosses there, right? So I know. Yeah, it's, so it's not like they're doing that to him. Kenny has say in what's going on. So in defense to Kerry, uh, Ke- um, uh, Kenny, I, I respect what a, a guy like himself or like the Young Bucks where they're doing jobs. They're putting other guys over. You know, I I think that's cool. The thing that I would say to critique them nicely, because I am friends with those guys, I do think that the mainstream audience needed to get to know who they are as characters, as stars, like most of the hardcore fans understood their success in Japan on the independent circuit. Once they got themselves over or they pushed, I hate to say it like that, that they pushed themselves, or the company pushed them high enough then give the rub and help out these younger people coming in. Right now, I think for some of the casual fans, like, well, I heard a lot about this Kenny Omega. I heard about, a lot about this Young Bucks. All right, I know Cody Rhodes from WWE. I know who he is. He's a star. I got it. You know, and then they're seeing a guy like Kenny lose matches, and it's a little confusing to them. You know, you get what I'm saying? But you you, you, you probably you know his history from New Japan, so it might be tough for you to remove yourself from that way. I, I Listen, the thing with New Japan, Joel, and what Kenny did there, you know, you, you see it all the time where they'll take one gaijin, one American, and push the hell out of him. And right now, I believe it's Jay White, right? I, I haven't watched it in a while, but I think Jay White's yeah, getting a big push. Right. So, yeah. so you know what I mean? Like, that, I think that's great. They've always done that. They did it with AJ Styles, as you know. They did it with a bunch of guys, right? So the thing is now, it's a little different now. When you're on TV in America and you got to segment out and time out a TV show, you know, <laughs> on national TV, it's tough. It's tough to and you're not in there wrestling the Japanese stars. It's a little bit of a different style. Uh, and Kenny, I think, is just fine. I, I still love his work rate, but I appreciate good wrestling. You know what I mean? So, I know. For me, I like it. But, I mean, you, what do you, you want to see him as the champion? Is that what you're saying? No, no, I don't want to see him as the champion. I just, I, I think some of the matches he's in, like when he tags with Hangman Adam Page, and I kind of want to see him shine a little bit more. Like that Moxley, the unsanctioned match with Moxley was amazing, and yeah. I thought they were building something with that, and now Moxley is doing this thing with Jericho. I think he had a really good match on Dark, too, with uh, Joey Janela, I believe it was. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was a good one, too, but I, I want to see some more out of him. My second question, Taz, before I go here, yeah. in your history and your career, you've done so many great matches, different organizations, different companies. What is your best match, in your personal opinion? I'll hang up and listen to your answer. Uh, Love the right. show, man. Thanks, but appreciate you, man. All right, Joel. It's a tough one. Um, I would say any. I would say any. Uh, any match. Any match I had with Sabu was probably for me my better outings. Uh, him and I had such a great chemistry, you know, during those ECW years. And Bam Bam Bigelow. I mean, if I said one match, um, it's hard for me. But I, I would think a match I had with Sabu. I want to say was at the Living Dangerously pay per view. Which might have been in either 1998 or 99. I, I, I can't confuse on whatever. 
It sounds crazy. How do you not know your own history? Nah, believe it or not, because there's so much. Like, you don't, you don't remember it all. But Sabu and I had, that might have been for the FTW Championship. That might have been one of the, for me, my favorites. But uh, I love, but I've had the opportunity to wrestle some great guys. So uh, it was 99, okay, it was 1999, Living Dangerously. It was Sabu. And I was that for the FTW Championship? Yes, it was. Yeah, there you go. I, I knew I had some of it right. So. Uh, anyway, uh, we barrel on. We have a Stella Heller update coming up shortly here. We have to get uh, Pete the Bodies, uh, much anticipated uh, wrestling memory. Uh, if Chef Mike is still here, we'll get his. Um, and, uh, and that's it. We're right back. Andrew and I will be right back here. Hang tight. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. I got it here. Okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. Don't aggravate me, Bilotti. You see, you're acting like a boss. I, I got 30 minutes left, and I'm freaking out of here. Okay. CBS Sports Radio toll-free line, 855-212-4227. brought to you by GEICO. Hey, great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on your car insurance. You know when you read something so much, it gets to a point where it's like, it's almost like you can't read it anymore? Yes. Like you'd think you should memorize it and be able to do it without the paper. But that Geico read, which we have read, I think, from almost day one of this network, is still not actually ingrained in my skull somehow. And they're a great brand. Of course they are. Still on the way out the door, I take the high road. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. It's a catchy thing, but I've read it a million times, and it just, I don't know why my brain cannot, like, grasp onto it and hold it. I still need to type it into all of my scripts when I read it. Before we get to Stella Heller, his mm. update, let's go to a good friend of mine down in Jacksonville, Florida, a state I said I'm never going back to. Why did they say I'm not going back to Florida? I don't know. You just said you weren't. You were invited to have a beer with uh, Rob. There was a caller that wanted me to go to Florida. Yeah, and, and have I a beer no. at I'm Epcot. I'm not going. Rob said that. Yeah. No. But I would go down to Florida to see my friend Pete Guess. And now it's Pete Gas. Oh yeah, the Pete Gas Power Hour. There you go, brother. <laughs> What's going on? What's up, dude? Very what sad day here, guys. It's very sad. Uh, I enjoyed the show so much. It's going to be. Uh, I know you're on to bigger and better things because that's that's what you do. Thank you. And uh, but I, I, you know, it's kind of an end of an era, but it's a. Uh, I look forward to seeing what's going to happen next with you, bud. Well, Pete, I appreciate it. And, you know, you uh, we go way back, you and I. We're, we're kind of friends. And <laughs> Now, was it Pete? Pete, were you in the old man fight that Taz showed me on his phone? No, or did you just no. send him the no. video of the fight? Oh, that was awesome. No, no I was not. I was not. Okay. Yeah. What, are you, what are you friends with, bikers? The guy's a biker dude, <laughs> man. <laughs> He's the original biker. The guy's like. like an old school biker. <laughs> yeah. He's like whooping some guy's ass at a Dunkin' Donuts. That was Harley Davidson. <laughs> so, oh, so that no, he was just uh, so that that video is tremendous. So, it, that's just a Dunkin' Donuts in the mean streets of Greenwich. You see what happens? So you can't mess with a guy like that. So he's, yeah. uh, 
That's why when I go through Wait. Greenwich, I make sure I stay on 95. Once you get off, you're in trouble. That was Greenwich. We should alert Moose. We don't want Moose getting taken down by this old guy. Oh, God forbid. Um, so, yeah. So, so but, uh, yeah. yeah continue. Right. You're talking about you're, you're buying a Harley. Who's buying a Harley? No, I think you said you're buying a Harley. No, sorry. You said someone. No, you're, you're hanging on a bike. You're buying good. a Harley. That's all right. So you you talk to that guy a lot? Is like your buddy? Like I I didn't know you were friends with. I know you're friends with guys like Shane McMahon, and then you go being friends with a guy like Shane, who's you know a billionaire wearing you know he's he's custom suit Jones, and now you're hanging out with guys with leather vests with, with labels on them. Yeah, but Ted. I mean, Shane was that same type of guy back uh, when we were kids. So it wasn't like uh, yeah. And then he, then his father would give him a beat when he walked through the door. So it was you know it was one of those. Really? Shit, you know, their fighting was okay. You know, it was accepted back then, you know? Tell me about it. Younger. I agree with you. But I didn't know Shane was a knockaround guy uh, like that. I didn't know he was a guy who was getting to fight slot when he was a kid. He was? No, he wasn't. Yeah, he, he was. I mean, Shane's fearless, so he wasn't like he was. Uh, right. No, I know that. He is fearless. I know yeah. that. But I let me ask you something about fight. I never asked you about Shane. I want to ask you a question. You've probably been yeah. asked a lot about Shane. Like, did pe- back then. I mean, because when you guys were younger and you guys were hanging, WWF was popular, but it wasn't like it is now. People knew who his dad was. Yeah, I remember when we when I faced him in football when we were in junior high. He, um, his father would show up to the game, and it was like a big deal. It was like, oh, there's Vince, you know, really? like, mm. oh yeah. So, was Vince wearing then, a suit uh, at the game? Was he knotted up at the games wearing a suit? No. No, he no, he just wore like you know whatever like a sweater, probably or a velour you know, velour sweatsuit or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could picture Vince wearing a velour sweatsuit, dude. I really could. Well, he had those like jump, you know those those jogging suits, Zubas, or like Serge Tikini. Remember that? Uh. <laughs> yeah, and then around the house he had the whatchamacallit, those big baggy power lifter pants. Yeah, Zubas, like you know we all wore back in the day, like you know platinum yeah. wear, all that stuff. Yeah. Yep. Vince yeah, wearing those- Oakland Raider Zubas, that'd be great. <laughs> did he ever make XFL Zubas? I got all the free swag back in there. I'm sure you did too, Pete, when we were rolling in yeah. WWF. I don't think he ever did anything with Zubas with the XFL back then. No, that was, that was, wasn't it done by then? I think it might have been done, but it's back now, you know. Is it? Yeah, that's I, not You know, the Road, Road Warriors had some money in that company for a while. I don't know if you knew that. No, I didn't know that. They did, yeah, back in the day. Did you guys ever face the Road Warriors? No, they were gone by the time, in fact, I think, Hawk had passed by then. Okay. Yeah, right? that when, one, that when did one, Hawk pass? Uh, two, man, it had to be. Bilotti knows. It had to be, was it early 2000s? Was it, uh, yeah, maybe 03, something like that. It might, it was a, he was a great guy. He was a real awesome guy. He really was. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he had a lot of demons, and then he had cleaned himself up. He did, and then, and I, 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 I think he had a heart attack, I believe, but. 2003. So 2003. 2003. There it is. So now that we brought everybody down on a Friday. Yeah. Um, Pete, what else? You want to put me over anymore? Uh, Yeah. Well, I I did, you know, as long as we're talking, I did want to mention your podcast. Oh, sure. Uh, You know, I don't know if you, maybe you want to mention mention it real quick while I'm on the phone so everyone will know. What, did I promote? Sometimes I promote it. Is that what you're being sarcastic? I guess. No, 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 no sarcasm, because I was actually going to promote my book, which you actually were nice enough to have me on that podcast, since I've never done this on your radio show, Looking at the Lights. Okay, let me get that. Hold on a second. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let me get this straight. <laughs> Hold on a second. You see what just happened here, ladies and gentlemen? Mm. He just had, he wanted me to mention my podcast so then he could segue into his book. Mm-hmm. 
Pete, please yeah. tell me about looking up at the lights. This book that is awesome that you have. Well, it's, it's my story. How it's uh, basically it's never been done before. Never will be done again. Where Vince took two guys from the mean streets of Greenwich with no wrestling experience and put us in the ring, and how something that was supposed to last a few weeks actually lasted three years. Yep. And what we had to go through and all the dues we had to pay in the locker room and in the ring and everything else and and how everything how it, we basically were supposed to be two weeks and it lasted way more than that so that was uh and it tells about all the stuff that happened on the road it's a fun entertaining book and i hope uh everyone goes out and buys it tell people where they can get it sir amazon you can go to amazon any bookstore you can just google it and you'll, you'll find it that's it just google it and you'll find it that's it Listen, and you knew. you guys were you guys were but too but back in the day though, man, it was it was tough for you guys, the Mean Street Posse, because you know a lot of guys initially didn't respect you guys because you didn't come up like the rest of us did, you know, and 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 but you guys battled through that and ended up earning the respect of, of the locker room. I, re- I remember that. Yeah, I remember. Uh, so back in 2017, I was uh, doing a book signing, looking at the lights, uh, and. Uh, Bob Holly was sitting next to me at one of these wrestling shows, and I go to leave at the end of the day, and uh, he grabs me, grabs me by the arm. He says, hey, I want to talk to you for a second. And he basically told me, he's like, he goes, you, you guys are, you're, he goes, you're one tough SOB. And uh, he said, I don't know if you know this, but we used to talk about you guys in the locker room to see who could break you guys. Mm, and uh, yeah. he said, you know, and then he said, Pete, uh, he goes, I'd be in the ring with you, and he goes, I would punch you, kick you, I, 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 was, I was stiff, I was hitting you for real. He says, and you would be laughing. Yeah. And I told him, I said, Bob, I said, I grew up with two older brothers, and I learned at a very young age, if you show that you're, that bothers you, or you're hurt, or you come back and want to have a fight backstage, all you're doing is ag- adding extra heat on yourself. That's so, it. where I'm not going to say nothing hurt, but I'm telling you, like, I knew better than to, to do anything like that, because... And he, you know, basically, in a nutshell, he said that you earned my respect because you can handle it, and you have every, you know, you had it down. So that that made me feel good because you that's know, good. That's good. The business is all about respect. That's good, man. All right, well, listen, we got to get to a sports update here, bro. Great job with everything. Right. Get that book out there. Go get Pete's book. Looking up at the lights. Get it on Amazon. Pete Gas, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I'll talk to you soon, Pete. Appreciate the love, right, brother. Best of luck to all you guys. Thank you, buddy. Later. Take care, man. Be good. Another guy leave. <laughs> That was great. All right, hello, Joe. He got me there, Pete. I was good. <laughs> Why well, haven't been doing that all the time? That's a lot. been awesome. Uh, Heller, I give Frankie you Frankie Heller. What are you doing? I, I, do you understand, Heller, that I'm about to wrap up my my history here, my career at this company, and the last face I'm looking at is you. That sounds terrible. You and that Ben Heller. You and that friggin' doll that's in front of you. Look at that that munchkin. I didn't bring that elf that's sitting there. Silly ass elf. Bob Heller. Please do the updates. All right. I have to do my send-off. I'll be quick. You know how long? Andrew, right or wrong? I mean, I I need time to say goodbye. Yeah, you, do you want me to go ask my friend D.A. if you can have the first segment of his show to just finish off your thoughts? D.A., that's a guy I'm going to miss. All right, get out. All right. No, I like D.A., I'm joking. Battle of the NBA's two best teams in Milwaukee last night. The Bucks led the Lakers by as many as 21. L.A. cut the deficit oh to five God. in the final minute, but the Bucks hold on 111-104. Sorry, my mic is on. Mike aggravated me. Sorry. Go ahead, Brett. Continue. <laughs> 
Bucks get to 25 and four. First team to 25 wins in the NBA. Giannis 34 points, 11 rebounds. Anthony Davis 36 and 10 in the loss, which drops the Lakers to 24 and five. First time they've lost two in a row this season, and LeBron is glad this five-game trip is over. I got home coming up. I cannot wait to get home to my kids and my wife and my family. Um, we worry about Sunday when Sunday get here, but I feel like we've been on the road all year, to be honest. Um, you know, so I'm giving myself a, an opportunity to decompress. And the Lakers will host the Nuggets Sunday. The rematch with the Bucks isn't until March. Last night at Staples Center, the Rockets erased a 16-point deficit against the Clippers. Rockets looking for the lead again with 3.17 remaining. Harden, step back for three in the lead! And he got it over Landry Shamitz! And the beard, after a quiet first half, is starting to erupt here in the fourth. That's his fifth three-pointer. Matt Thomas on Rockets Radio, 28 for Harden. Russell Westbrook, a career-high 40 points. Rockets over the Clippers, 122-117. to The Jazz won their fourth straight, 111-106 over the Hawks. College basketball, number four, Duke blew out Wofford, 86-57. Seton Hall knocked off number seven, Maryland, 52-48. The Pirates were missing their Big East preseason player of the year, Miles Powell. The Terps have lost two in a row since the 10-0 start. Auburn is 10-0 after beating NC State 79-73. Memphis freshman James Wiseman is done with school. He's hired an agent and will prepare for the NBA draft. From the NFL, Dak Prescott says he'll be good to go for the Cowboys Sunday against the Eagles despite a shoulder injury. While Le'Veon Bell faces the Steelers for the first time Sunday, he was asked about any bad blood after sitting out last season in a contract dispute. No, no. I mean, uh... Last year was last year or two years ago was two years ago. Um, I'm over it now. I'm past it. You know, I'm here uh, with the New York Jets, and I'm happy. And for baseball pitcher Julio Tehran, a one-year deal with the Angels. Third baseman Michael Franco to the Royals for one year. Justin Smoke to the Brewers for one year. And Gio Gonzalez will reportedly sign with the White Sox. And that is it, Taz. All right, Heller. Great job, buddy. Great work on you, dude. Always a pleasure, Connor, man. Heller. I'll talk to you soon, bro. Yeah. I, maybe I should follow you on Twitter. I don't follow you at the moment. You don't follow me then. I, that might be good. That might be good. But we, we could get in touch. We with can hash that out before yeah. you leave. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. Good right. job, buddy. Um, we're going to go to our NFL picks, right? Right here? You ready, Andrew? I'm we're ready. Doing that? We're doing that? Yeah. We're doing that? We're ready? Here we go. Okay. No music. thought there was a gimmick. No. We were told not to. All right. Uh, what's the score? Give people the score. All right. I'll let you know. Taz, you have clinched the win because... Uh, Seven and a half pick lead, and Moose can only make up three here. You're 27 18, two and one last week. Moose went 19, 25 and one. He was uh, one and two last week. Ouch. All right. Cool. All right. So I will. This is my picks for this week. Final time picking here on the show. So I will go with the. Uh, I'll take the Saints. I think the Saints will cover the two and a half at, uh, at Tennessee. Okay. I will go. Andrew, you want to go back and forth? I'll just, you go. just go. You just go. All right, go cool. Yeah. And I will take the Steelers over the Jets. The Steelers will cover. They're at the Jets, and they're uh, minus three to Steelers. I'll take the Steelers covering. And I'll also take the Ravens. I, I, the Ravens, I think, will cover the 10, and they're playing Cleveland in Cleveland. I think the Ravens will cover. So there's my three. Uh, thank you, Taz. I'm going to make only two picks. I don't have the emotional strength uh, on this very sad day to do three. Uh, I'm going to do two, and they are Taz-themed. Oh, gosh. Oh, um I'm going to take the Steelers minus three and a half against Taz's original NFL team, the New York football Jets, and then his current NFL team, the Buffalo Bills, who play New England uh, on Sunday. They are getting six and a half. That's not enough. The Patriots get healthy in a big way. Uh, The Bills may close up shop. They may unclinch a playoff spot on Saturday. New England minus six and a half. 
Give me the Patriots. So you don't have the strength to do the third one. That's all I can do. Motions. Plus, there's high. only two NFL teams you're connected to, so I had a, I had no more options. Wow, you're just a good person. Thank you. Wearing the running in the game T-shirt. Yep. That I stole right from here. Mike Francesa. Okay, yep. there you go. I didn't steal a shirt from him. It'd be much bigger than that. All right, go ahead, bro. All right, and for Moose speaking on his behalf, uh, 49ers minus six and a half, Cowboys minus one and a half, and the Chiefs laying the six. All right, great. Good and, job, uh, Mike. That's it. So you're we're welcome. Gonna, we're going to go to break. And we're going to come back from break. And then I'm going to say goodbye to you people. Forever. Well, not really forever, but like from this network. I'll be other places. I promise you that. All right, guys. Uh, we'll be right back here. Uh, Taz with Andrew Bosch. Sit tight. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Thanks, Al Dukes. Al Dukes was swung by to say goodbye to your boy. So that was nice. Uh, it's time to answer our Ask the Pros questions brought to you by O'Reilly Earl Potts. Today's question is from John on Long Island. Uh, can we hear Bawami one last uh, time? Oh, my no, God. No, I, think I, I know. Really? Mm. Don't forget, you can submit a question by going to cbssportsradio.com slash ask the pros. Think O'Reilly Earl Potts for all your car care needs. Go to get, I'm sorry, get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. So there you go. Taz, I would never dare to speak for you, the great Taz, but I can't imagine that the one of the last things you want to do on this show is talk to Bawami. We got to do it. He's here. Individuals and Andrew Bogish. Wait a second. It is I, Bawami. Wait a second. I'm here to tell you about my favorite oh my God. Taz moment. You should have recorded it. Yep. It was when JR took a candy jar and shattered it over his head. As you must. Stiff when he did that, too. Over his seat, because I hit him with a bat in the glass in New Orleans. I hit the car window. Bawami did a great job live. It's amazing. You hear his voice, but you don't see him. And he did that live. Vanish. We'll do it on tape. Yeah. Yeah. But next it was great, time. Great Bawami uh, swung by. Time. It was great that Bawami swung by. That was awesome. That was awesome. Well, look, there's there's a lot of people I have to you know thank. You know, the main thing besides you guys here, you know, Mike's been a great producer. Obviously, we're friends. We're gonna remain friends. Uh, Pete the Body, great board op, great great radio mind, just like Mike is. We're gonna remain friends. So it's not goodbye for us, Andrew Bogus. It's goodbye for you and I. Mm. I'll probably never see you again. No, I'm kidding, um, dude. I always feel like, why are you not doing your own show? Like you should be a radio host. And I mean, you're talking to me now. I'm talking to you. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, I mean that. So the people in power here need to realize your talent, and it's no knock on doing updates, but you should be doing your own show. So. Well, I appreciate you saying that. I hope Pete's listening. I don't sure. see him taking any notes down in his <laughs> boss notebook. So. He's eating a burrito. Yeah, right? that, that <laughs> chef Mike Burrito. He's writing a Taz is full of it. <laughs> no hosting for Bogus. Right. Got What's it. the opposite of hosting? No, you should be hosting, and you will be one day if you want to. You will be. No, I. I also need to thank um, some of the bosses that are no longer here. Um, Eric Spitz, who was one of the founders of this network, who is at SiriusXM now. Um, you know. Big help for me and believed in me, so uh, shout out to him. And a guy named Chris Olivero. So <laughs> this is where I get a little emotional because this guy believed in me, like, a long time ago. <laughs> so, you know, he, he believed in me a lot. 
something I really wanted to do was this. Like more than people know, and I didn't expect to get upset. You know, I'm just. Well, this is. I mean, we've had a lot of fun the last four days, um, but things have gotten very real here because this is. Um, it's been two fun years. Well, um, yeah. And, you know, we were we were kind of all strangers, right? I mean, Pete, Pete was yeah. excited when you showed up because Pete knew you um, from from your wrestling yeah. career. Mikey and I, not being wrestling fans, I mean, knew of you, but, it, you know, it was Pete was starstruck. But you were, you know, kind of coming into our world, which we've been talking about a lot, and, yeah, yeah. Um, and no one knew what to expect. And, and I think that things... Um, you know, it turned out really well. I mean, these last two years have been fun. Well, um, I've I learned to that. not make wrestling jokes. So I don't want you to hate me. <laughs> no, I, I get. I just want to say this, Angel. I appreciate you tagging in there. I, I get upset when I think. Not upset. It gets emotional for me because, like, I really wanted to do, like, years ago, fifteen years ago, maybe I don't remember the timeline. Maybe more than that. Try to get into radio, and it was very hard. And this guy, Chris Oliveira, believed in me, and he kept talking to me. While I was working in wrestling and working on TV as a broadcaster, and I was trying to get in radio, and there was no slots, and I I was, he was I was doing demo shows and flying to Detroit, I was doing demo shows and driving down to JFK in DC like on a Sunday morning. No one even knows about this stuff. Like, and he, he just and over the years just kept believing in me and kept trying, and then an opportunity came to do something called the podcast, like five and a half six years ago, the Human Podcast Machine with CBS Radio, and Chris is the guy who believed in me and gave me that chance, him and a guy named Ezra Kutra, who, yes. was, who was over there at that time at CBS Radio. Those guys believed in me, especially Chris. Chris, and no, Chris was a big high-end executive here for a lot of years and then left the company on his terms, and he's a, still a great friend of mine and always believed in me. And, I, you know, I, I just want to thank him. And obviously Mark Chernoff, who was the program director here for, for so many years. Thank you, Mark all the opportunities, but just because <clears throat> it's hard to come out of the wrestling, when you're a wrestler, you're typecast, like bad. So for guys like The Rock to be as successful as he is coming from our business is so rare. I'm not comparing myself to Rock. I wish I had an eighth of his success. But what I'm saying is when you could break out and do something outside of wrestling and get re- a little respect for it, it's pretty cool. And Rock's blown the doors off. Steve Austin's blown the doors off. John Cena's starting to do that. You know, so, and and so many other guys, not so many, a few other guys, and I feel like I've done that in this medium a little bit, where I've had the chance to do well in something because someone believed in me. And a guy like Chris is a guy who believed in me. You know, and it's tough to get an executive from one world to believe in you from this other world. But he knew my work very well from wrestling, and he believed in me. So that's why I got a little emotional, you know. So... You know, it, and and the audience, all you guys out there, no matter if you were a wrestling fan of mine or you just heard me on this thing, thank you. You know, thank you. Uh, yeah, and, you might have been Pete. You might have been me and Mike. Yeah, you know, whatever. New to Taz or in love with Taz being on the radio. And and, and thanks to, to Moose. You know, him and I were a team for two years, and we were not best of friends, but we tried to do the best show we could and give you the best content and most fun, most insightful, most opinionated. So thank you to him. And best of luck to him, whatever he does in his career. And I'm sure he's going to do well because, you know, there's a lot of scuttlebutt on where he might go end up next. I'm, I don't need to say it here. People know that no. So hopefully that works out for him and his family. So I wish nothing for the best, but the best for all, everybody. So, and that's it. So, you know, uh, but, uh, you know, it's been fun. <laughs> I had a, Taz, I had a blast. I appreciate everything uh, that you taught me. And I, um, 
you know, there's all, we, we always had a lot of conversations off the air, and I will take those moments and learn from them. And uh, you, you believe in me, and I know you do, and that uh, there's a lot of people here, and sometimes they say it and they don't mean it, and I know you mean it when you look at me, and that um, that means yeah. a lot. Thank you. You're a talented guy, and you know you can do whatever you want to do, bro. Thank you, Dad. Seriously, and and I love working with you, man. Pete, you know you just you, you too. You've been a great friend, you know. I, I um, it's been a, a very it's been an experience uh, the last two years to work with you and to work. What with does Bruce. that mean? I know. I think. <laughs> well, well, it's no, been an experience. No, 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 I really. When can they play the music, Mike? <laughs> I really, uh, you know, just took in the moments and. Uh, that's what I do with with anybody that comes in here. But this right, show right. was was unique, and working with you was thank you. Like for a wrestling fan, was an honor, and um, I just wish you nothing but the best on uh, wherever you go. Thank you, and the, us four, we're going to remain friends, obviously. Yes. So, uh, and that's it. So, thanks again to the audience uh, who enjoyed Taz the Moose. I appreciate it. For those um, that are fans of mine, stay on top of my Twitter at official Taz. You'll find out my next steps and and my podcast and all that kind of stuff. And Thank you, everybody. Uh, thanks to all the guys here and, and the team here and everybody at Intercom also. Um, thank you, guys. Uh, have a great weekend. Enjoy football. I'm out. See you. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.